It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 at Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, lots to get to, Bill Bush back tomorrow with us in studio, our permanent guest to the show will be here <laughs> yes, tomorrow through Friday, so yes, those we asking. Look, we look forward to his return, we will still do a show, he's probably listening, yes, good morning, yes, Bill, Bill. Yeah, Bill, good morning, good to hear, good to hear from you, yeah, you maybe call in. in if you want, <laughs> No, don't no, do, no, no, don't call it. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not telling Just text you. To. It, yeah, I shouldn't have said that because now they'll. I mean, if I go somewhere, which I never do anymore, I don't want to call in. I don't want. Yeah, to. I don't do that either. I go no, away and I might, you know, check in after the fact how things went, but I usually don't listen. Right. Not because I don't care. It's because I'm, I need a little. I have a break. Well, it's built in. Yeah, I know. I, I'm with you 100 percent on that. When I get away, I'm getting away. Absolutely. I gotta get away. I told you, I've told you probably for five years now, you should get away. <laughs> That's an Offspring point. song, isn't it? I've got to get, got to get away. That sounds like uh, Lenny Kravitz. <sighs> I want to get away. I want to fly away. I got some idle chit chat. Sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call them today at 402-440-6297 to get a quote for a 2023 lawn fertilizer program. You have established in the past, as have I, that you don't that if you walk into a convenience store or wherever and someone says, no problem, sport. Oh, no. Oh, or, no. Or, or, or hey, um, that's cool, bud. Or those t- type of words, you, you stiff arm. You do you dislike? I hate them. I hate it. Yeah, bud. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got one though. Nails the, the one that board. doesn't bother me as much. That's a recent phenomenon. Do you know where I'm going with this? No. Got it. Taco Bell last night. Okay. How you doing, boss? Boss is fine. Yes, boss is fine. I'm boss. I- Most context, boss is fine. Yeah. Now there was a guy at the at the gym. Planet Fitness, a little guy, a little young guy. You know, sometimes you're walking around and you're both in the same path. And, um, um, and you know, you have to kind of step around each other. And I said, excuse me. And in the, in the, in the guy said, you're good, boss. That's probably okay. You're okay with that? Probably. Yeah, I was, at the time I was. sure you're not upset. That, that's fine to me. I think that's okay. If you said bud, you should stop and say, excuse me. See, you make the differentiation. Yeah, no, bud is, it is. Bud is big. It's interesting that you make that differentiation. Differentiation? Differentiation. Bud, sport, mm. pal. It's, great. it's a great no. conversation. Bud, sport, pal, no. Boss, meh. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, deal boss, with boss doesn't bother me either. I can deal with boss. Yeah, boss doesn't bother me. I, I said right back to the Taco Bell guy, okay, boss, I'm doing good, boss. Boss is fine. Yeah. Boss is harmless. Now, bud is when you get into... You bud. Know, there, there's, there's, some, there's some friends of mine from small towns that bud is a thing they call everybody. Everybody. Oh. could be younger, could be older, and I've learned to accept that. It bothers me, uh-huh. but I said that this is how me you grew too. up. This is how you, you know, you've, all, you've called everyone, whether it's a 95-year-old person or a a three-year-old kid, Bud, 
So you call everyone that. It's not just me. You're not condescending to me. That's how you call talk to everyone. Mm-hmm. So I guess I forgive them. Sport, pal. What else? Bud, you don't like. What's another one you don't like? Those are the main ones, right? I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm okay with Chief. <laughs> chief, I'm not okay with Chief. All right, Chief. <laughs> no. No, chief? I'm not okay I'm with okay Chief. chief. <laughs> no. Why are you? No. I don't know. I'm with you on this. Boss does not bother me. Boss is kind of cool. no. No one says sport, by the way. No one says hey, sport. What's going on? That that's like from the sixties or the twenties. Now I don't know what. what uh, I don't from. know. I I still hear it sometimes. <laughs> I want to know who's calling people sports still. Because Bud still is out there, and it, it still, still bothers me. And it still nails in the chalkboard. Pal's Pal's probably the worst. Pal is right? not great either. Pal's probably Pal's the worst. bad. Pal is bad. Boss Boss is very acceptable to me. What about bro? That's pretty acceptable. Yeah. Matt says, I call – yeah, John says, what about bro? And then uh, Brett says, okay, brah. Yeah, that's that's not for a 54-year-old. Yeah. Oh, you're going down again. Wow. <laughs> I swear we were just 55 or 56. Now it's 54, Josh. Every year, the, every day, the age drops to one here. All right. We have studio. established that boss is okay. I'm okay with boss. Bro is slightly worse than – I mean – What about guy? Hey, guy. Uh, no. No. That sounds no. That's condescending. Yeah. Yep. No. Guys, guys, is no go. Sparky, you know, come on, real, you know, Sparky, Spark, no, no, hey, Sparky, no go. <laughs> you call me Sparky once in a while. All right, Sparky. That's just a nod to your. I know. That's just a nod to your youth. It is, and your Spark, and you are. I laugh at it. Yeah, and you, and, and when I do say, there's definitely some condescension. <laughs> There is. Because you're usually yelling at me about something. Okay, <laughs> no, Sparky. No, All right, Sparky. All right, boss. Uh, All right, boss. Boss is fine. Yeah, I, I it think, is. It's I think fine. We, we can agree that I, I have no problem if someone calls me or you boss or, or us calling somebody else boss. No. David from RenewYourAuto.com. David, our, man, our, he, our dude. He says, Planet Fitness and Taco Bell in the same conversation, <laughs> LOL. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I, I, I don't want to explain it, but. Yeah, yeah. I just had one crunchy taco. Oh, that's not much. Oh, that's like, that's even worse than getting five wings. Why even go? Why even go for one crunchy taco? Because the person I was taco? with got six. And, and you had how yeah, many of those six? And I had one. So you had two tacos? Yeah. Total. Okay. No, I had one. You had one of the six? Yeah. Why even go? Because I... Are you starving? Better go have that cake over there. I did there. have a piece of cake. Yeah, there's a chocolate Mark, cake. Mark brought in some cake from Easter yesterday, and uh, it's, it's it, fabulous. And that's going to be your breakfast, Josh. lunch, and dinner right there, pretty much. No, I pack some. Uh, I got to go straight to practice, so I pack some nuts and raisins and beef jerk. Are you a squirrel now? Or what? <laughs> Rabbit, boss, boss. Uh, Tiny pig says, "Pal, can't do pal." No, nope. Uh, the American Nightmare says, sport is something a dad would call their son. My dad never called me sport, and I'm fine with that. Yeah. If a grown man calls you sport. Hey, you sport. Hey, sport. Yeah, I don't think my dad ever called. I, I don't, I'm glad he never called me sport. Your I dad's in the age been. range where he would call someone sport. Yes, he is, yeah. In his 60s, yeah. 61. That, that's the age you would call somebody a sport. Sport was a thing when I was a kid. Okay, sport. Yeah, it's, I never got I, that. If I get I that from another it. man, it's not good. It, it, no. Did you? But did you ever feel the same way about Bud before I made it a big deal? Yeah. Yeah. But I then did. I just made it, you know, very just aware hit, that hey, this yeah. is a this is a problem. This ain't happening. This isn't happening. Headhunter says, "Hey, slick. No one calls people slick. <laughs> hey, slick. slick. Slick's not the worst. It's not the the sixties here. <laughs> That's probably the the biggest time you had slick, right? It's the sixties, maybe. Yeah." 
slick back hair, mm-hmm. slick, yeah. Uh, okay, there you go. That's thank you. To I all think the we're, I think that we've settled it. Boss is a new one, relatively new, and it's fine. If someone calls me boss, I am not offended. No, I'm not, I'm and, not. I, and again, I don't get offended by anything. I just I get bothered by Bud. I think that boss, not offended. Boss, I almost bothered. feel respect respect with boss. I do too. Hey, boss, yeah. what's going on, boss? Yeah. Sounds good. So, thank you. That's uh, Idle Chit Chat, sponsored by Newton's Lawn Care. Call them today at 440-6297 here in Lincoln. Anything else for Idle Chit Chat at all? Um, Someone says champ. You okay with champ? Hmm. Hey, champ? No. Nope. Boss. Champ, no. Call me boss. Champ, I'm out. I'm out, I'm out on champ. You're way out on bud. That's the critical part of this. You're, you, you do not. Bud's not happening. It's one of those things that one of my big pet peeves. Oh, I but, get it. Bud, I 100% bud. agree with you. And like I said, I have some friends that, that they call everyone Bud, so I'm included in that, and I, I just kind of, you know, mm. I nod, but I don't like it. No, it God. bothers me. Non-starter for me. Isn't helping. Isn't happening. Okay. Guy, I, I, and I, I don't know the question. Do you do that? I mean, do you ever I drop I don't call a- anyone a Bud. Do you no. ever drop it on anybody? Well, you saw me call someone Bud on Twitter one time. Right? I yeah. did. I did. That was funny. When you, I'm yeah, glad that you saw funny. that because you know, I never call anyone in the world a Bud. Anyone. And if I do, I'm like, why'd you do you that? You went at him just, pretty hard. If I call someone Bud, I, I, I hate that I did it. I'm like, yeah. this, I hate, I don't want to be called Bud. Why right. are you calling that kid Bud yeah. or that guy Bud? Yeah, right. So if I did, if you see it on Twitter, it's intentional. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm attacking you basically without attacking you. Right. Because you came at me first. Pal is very close to Bud. You came at me first. so If you drop a pal at the end of a sentence on somebody, it's not good. All right, pal. Yeah. Th- there you go. That See? was Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini used All to right, drop pal. pals. It's, he used to drop pals. You don't want the pal. Uh-uh. Don't want to be pal. Don't want to be pal. All right, pal. All right, moving on. We've got uh, – this, this is one of Sip's favorite days of the year, and I'll tell you why. Because Sip, as you know, everyone knows, loves – Coaching list. He loves lists in general. P- players. I do. You know, guessing what where teams will finish in the conference. But today, via Pro Football Focus (PFF), we have our first of the year top twenty-five coaches list. And I sent this to Sip, and he texted back last yesterday saying, "Oh my God, I can't wait for six a.m. tomorrow." Uh, it's a beautiful thing because it puts everything in perspective in college. Not everything, but a lot of things in perspective in college football. Because these, Jake, Bud, all, no, oh no, God, oh God, no. are hear, are the Josh, po- <laughs> no, no Bud, no Josh, Bud, Joshua, are the power brokers. These are the dudes that are riding high. Go ahead, Jake, set it up. All right, so Pro Football Focus has put out their top twenty-five coaches. And we'll preface this by saying you thought it was a good list. You thought the list was was good. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty um, good. I thought I thought the list was okay. And now I'll, I'll give you guys a hint. Matt Rule is on the list. Let's not let's not say where. I'm not going to say where until we get there. He's in the top 25. Matt Rule is considered a top 25 head coach by on three or by Pro Football Focus. Excuse me, Pro Football Focus. And so that is good news. Here is your list of top 25 coaches. See, how do you, you want to uh, do it? Do you want to go bottom to top? Or top or top to bottom. How maybe, do you, maybe we go bottom to top. That might be kind of fun. We can rip through okay. some of these. Well, bottom to top, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear the name Matt Rule off the bat because Matt Rule per, uh, per Pro Football Focus is the number 25 head coach in the country. Yes, and 
in the last paragraph is the kind of paragraph that sort of you kind of almost forget this is the case. Once a powerhouse, the Cornhuskers have gone six straight seasons without making a bowl game. That doesn't hit you, but this one did. And 16 years without a New Year's Six bowl game appearance. I, I don't think of that streak very often, but that hit me yesterday at Shoemakers. And 16 years with – my God. Okay, Matt Rule. Number 25. Yes. This, this one's going to hurt a little bit, too, because of Nebraska's situation with the school previously. Number 24 on the list is Jonathan Smith, the head coach at Oregon State. Now, again, Mike Riley came from Oregon State, and they've overcame that. They, they have been just fine with Jonathan Smith. 10-3 and three last year with the blowout win against Florida in their bowl game, Sip. Jonathan Smith, number 24 in the pro football focus coaches rankings. 23 is... 23 is your boy, Mike Norvell at Florida State, who comes come out, comes off a good year. We're seeing some top five, top ten preseason picks for Florida State this upcoming season. Yes, it was last year was the Seminoles' first 10-win season since Jimbo was in charge in 2016. That was the first winning record last year for Florida State in five years. Norvell is an example of someone that I don't know belongs on this list. That I, he's not my boy, as you characterized it. I don't know that he's... You love Florida State, though. Yeah. I don't know that he belongs on this list. I think he does. He went 10-3 and three last year. Well, well, then there's... Come on. Should Jonathan Smith be on this list, then? Are there people missing you think that should be ahead of Mike Norvell that aren't on there from your assessment? Well, of I list? just don't think a, a, a one 10-win season... That's fair. But they're seen as a top it. ten preseason team, so they're going. It's a it's a projection also for Mike Norvell. Twenty two. Twenty two. This guy might be too low. A little this. low. Uh, Dave Clausen at Wake Forest, and we all know that Dave Clausen's done a great job there. Now he's going to be in his tenth season. Now he's fifty nine and fifty three there. But sip the last two seasons, a combined nineteen and eight, and they finished inside the top fifteen of the AP poll for the first time in school history in twenty twenty one. Right, and that, that was a horrible program that he's made. Terrible. Good. 21. 21 is Chip Kelly at UCLA, a new member of the Big Ten as of next, you know, 2024. Yes. Last year in the Pac-12. The last two years, 17-8 and eight is Chip Kelly at UCLA. He has the number two overall recruit in the class of 2023 coming to play for him, and Dante Moore. That helps. The number two overall recruit. He has a big-time quarterback coming. Chip Kelly might have it rolling. 20. 20. Willie Fritz, who comes off a massive, massive season, including a, a big comeback victory in their bowl game against USC in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Willie Fritz at Tulane. 12-2 and two last season. AAC title uh, champions and, again, Cotton Bowl champions. First New Year's Six Bowl win since 1934 for Chimini. Tulane last Chimini. year. 19. 19. Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State. Here's the deal with him. He's won at least Gundy, has won at least 10 games in seven of his last 13 seasons and finished in the top 10 twice in that span. That is all, That is not all that impressive to me that they've only finished in the top 10 twice in 13 seasons. He's still a top 25 coach. <clears throat> he, ha he has to be on this list. Has to. Because of his consistency. Right. Consistency counts. One losing season, and that was his first one. Yeah. 
18 years. That's 17 straight years of winning seasons. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yep, 18. Mark Stoops <clears throat> at Kentucky. <clears throat> yawn. Got a big raise. Yawn. Yeah, it's a yawner, but he does a good job there. It just gets us to the, a non-yawn. Number 17 is Jimbo Fisher, who you thought was too low on the list. I said, I think he's probably where he should be because – <clears throat> What what was our what was our pre-show argument that I I had I had a response for Jimbo so. has a national title ring which I said so does Gene Chizik <laughs> Gene Chizik who is not in the game anymore hasn't been for a while has yeah. a national championship let's, at Auburn let's not compare Jimbo to Gene Chizik I mean if you stack the records up they're not even close I mean Jimbo's way better okay first of all let's not do that how many years was Jimbo there before uh, after Bobby Bowden was gone several. Okay. I don't know the fr- I don't know the number off the top of my head, but he but he, come on. They six, went five seven. and seven last year at A and M. They missed the bowl game. They were a preseason top ten team. Went five and seven. He also brought in arguably the greatest recruiting class ever. How'd that pan out for in twenty twenty? Well, they were freshmen. How about eight? okay? Hold on, bud. No, no, no. <laughs> All right, sport. <laughs> Look at Josh is getting uncomfortable over there. Look at his eyes. He's just, <laughs> Josh is okay. Josh is uncomfortable. Hey, I mean, don't you give the guy credit for what would we do in this market if Nebraska somehow brought in eight five-star players? Well, we'd freak out. Yeah, and we'd say the coach is the best in the. And world. what if that team went five and seven that same year though? But but it's you're, With you. You wouldn't worry. You wouldn't worry because you'd say we got all these guys coming. That's what you tell yourself. That. <clears throat> mm-hmm. You tell yourself that. Number 16, a guy that had a great year last year, Chris Kleiman. See, Kansas Fisher should State. be ahead of Klein. I disagree right now. As of, as of right now, yes. at this moment, I disagree. Yes, yes right We're now. We're going over all, you know, all time, sure, but this is a 2023 list of, which, of coaches. You know, no, it's not just based on right now. It's based on your resume. Jimbo's resume is way better than Kleiman's. I mean, I, His team went five are you and seven seriously last taking climate over Jimbo? Right now? Straight up. In, in 2023? Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. Oh, I my am. God. Give me a break. Jimbo Jeez. Fisher has failed at A&M so far. <clears throat> He's on hot seat. <laughs> yeah, so why? <laughs> Text line, 464-5685. Would you take right now at this moment, Jimbo Fisher or, Jimbo Fisher or Chris Kleiman as your head coach? I'm taking Jimbo, and it's not even close. Four six four five six eight five. Who's going to recruit? Who's going to? Re- I mean, who's going to get you the I better players? I want development. I want guys that oh, get God. the job done. Oh, that's, and Kleiman develops. See that? That I mean, yeah, you, you have an eight win mentality. Jimbo I mean, doesn't have an eight I, win I mentality. K State won more than eight games last year. They won ten or eleven games last year. Won the conference. Beat TCU, who's in the championship See, game. That's oh, the by problem, the way, though. that's the problem. It's a problem around here. You want development and little cute stories. Climate, obviously, texture says. <laughs> you need a dude who's going to bring in the dudes, okay? Five-star players. Not three-star players that you can you don't develop. Get five stars at Kansas State. <clears throat> you know, put Jimbo at, at K-State. He might get some five-stars there. probably but would. Put Climate at A&M. He's probably getting five-stars there. Okay, you just answered your own question. You put Jimbo at K State, he's probably getting five star. Does players. that mean he's going to win though? Does yeah. that mean he's going to? Does that turn into wins? Well, he's got a national title ring, so he knows. <laughs> what so he's does doing. Gene Chizik. <laughs> Larry Coker's got a title ring, also. Well, those guys were good coaches. Chizik, uh, Chizik, not so much. Mostly, uh, there's some Jimbo answers, but it's most. It's about eighty five percent. You climbing. really, if if you were starting, I don't even believe you. I mean, I'm, you should. If you were me. starting a program right now. You would take Jimbo. You would take Kleiman over Jimbo. You you can say that with a straight face. 
2023, yeah, I would. In twenty in 2015, I'm taking Jimbo. Well, Jimbo hasn't changed. Yes, he has. <clears throat> yes, he has. He's not as good. He's not as good of a coach as he was in 2015. Clement had Clement had a losing season in 2020. That was the COVID year. Yeah, COVID year. <laughs> Where's Bill when I need him? <laughs> All right, year. 15. 15. Uh, Kalen DeBoer, interesting from one. Sioux Falls, interesting at, at Washington. Now, now, Kalen DeBoer. Now you're starting to get into these guys. You're gonna you're gonna see some more uh, uh, in this realm that came to a place and whipped it around quick. Quickly, the Huskies were four and eight in 2021. Okay, four and eight. They hired DeBoer from Fresno State, and what did they do? Eleven and two, and eighth in the AP poll. Okay. Brilliant offensive mind. This, see now. Here's what's going to happen here, and this is this is going to become the theme. You're going to find all these guys who went into places that were in bad shape and whipped it around quick. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be always a slow build, right? Lance Leipold, what he do? Turned Number fourteen, quickly. Yeah, went from three and nine to <clears throat> six and seven last year. Made a bowl game in his second year at at lowly Kansas. He's number 14. And that's a deserved 14 for Lance Lightpool. And, 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 and you know my feelings about Lance, but once again, I'm taking Jimbo. You know my feelings. Once again, I'm taking Jimbo. What makes, so, a, what makes a coach great? Is it his ability to win <clears throat> games or his ability to recruit? Well, Jimbo can do both. He's, he's I, demonstrated it. Well, he, it's been a while in football oh, God. For, for winning. It's been a while. Lane. Lane Kiffin at 13 at Ole Miss. What is the theme? Ole Miss was a combined 20-28 in its four seasons, 20, 20 and 28 in its four seasons before hiring Lane in 2020. In the last two years, the Rebels have gone 18-8 and eight in, the toughest, in one of the toughest divisions in the country. All right, quickly turned it around. That's what the great ones do. Sonny Dykes. Number 12, Sonny Dykes. Uh, first year at TCU results in a national championship game loss to Georgia, 65-7. to What did he do? But they were 5-7 and seven the year before he got there, and he makes them go. They go 12-0. and They lose to Kansas State, though, in the Big 12 title game, but still make the playoff. Beat Michigan. No, they beat, uh, yeah, beat Michigan, mm-hmm. and then they go and lose to Georgia. 11. 11 is Josh Heupel, Tennessee. Theme continues. Before he took over, Tennessee was a sub-500 team in three of the previous four seasons, okay? Before he took over, the Volunteers were sub-500 in three of the previous four seasons. What happened? They go 11-2 and two last year. Six in the AP poll. Number one in scoring in the nation. In his second year. 46.1 points. It was his second year. What did he do? He whipped it around quickly. They beat Alabama last year. They didn't. He didn't make excuses. He's, he's just, these guys just go in and do it. Okay. That was eleven wins for the first time since two thousand one. Right. He Tennessee. went in and did That's it. Crazy. He had hand on Hooker. Yep. That helped a lot. Great receivers. Terrible pass defense. Awful. Oh, now it's going bad. <laughs> but 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 
11 wins. Number 10. Okay, now we're in the top 10. Top 10. James Franklin at Penn State, who had a a, a quietly very, very good year last season. And you know what he has this year? A five-star quarterback, Drew Aller. Okay? A five-star quarterback in Drew Aller. Now. They had an impressive bowl win against Utah uh, in the Rose 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 Bowl. He has, think about this. Think about this. This is, it's too quiet around him. He has four 11-win seasons since 2016. So during that period that Nebraska's really been in, mired in a slump, Franklin has whipped off four 11-win seasons too quietly. He doesn't get enough credit. He doesn't. Now he had back-to-back p- bad seasons, but and, and don't forget, I know this is you know it's, it's all about wins and losses, but there's two losses to Michigan and Ohio State. They led at halftime both those games, or they were right there at halftime. Now the second half got away from him, but. Two losses, that's it. And they are right there against two great teams. Franklin team. at 10. So we're in the top 10. Nine. <laughs> Number nine is Luke Fickle at Wisconsin, for, oh, yeah. coming from Cincinnati. So Matt Rule's at 25. Luke Fickle's at number nine per pro football focus. Fickle seems a little high on this list. No. Seems a little high to me. I'd put him probably more like in the 15, 16, yeah. 17 range. Too high. Fickle at nine. I mean, he gets a lot of run because he took Cincinnati to the to the college football playoff, the first group of five team to do so. Number eight, Kyle Whittingham at Utah. Love Kyle Whittingham. Great coach. Back-to-back Pac-12 championships. Yep. Hard to argue against that one, right, at eight? <laughs> I know. I, no they, had, they had some injuries that hurt them in that Rose Bowl game, and they were down to a backup quarterback at that point. So. They're knocking on the door of the college football playoff. <laughs> That's what they want to do They now. beat USC. That was a big win. Now, them. Ryan Day at Ryan seven. Ryan Day is number seven. They have lost to Michigan back-to-back years now. Did not win the title of the conference, obviously, those years, but they were in the, the uh, playoff this past year, and they almost beat Georgia. <clears throat> played, played great in that game. I know. Defense failed them, but the offense was great against Georgia. Kicker missed the, the kick that would have won the game, and Georgia moves on to win the championship game. But Ryan Day at seven. Now, Michigan is in his craw, right? If he doesn't get that monkey off his back this year, the Wolverines. Three straight? There's going to be, <laughs> as pro, pro Football Focus points out, some uncomfortable conversations in Columbus. You can't lose three straight times to Michigan if no. you're Ohio State. No, because you're not going to you win. You owned the, them for a long time. You're not going to win the Big Ten. Nope. Number six, Brian Kelly at LSU. Drop him anywhere in the world, and he'll make the place work. He wins. He's a winner. And he did it, the, again, the theme. It, the theme. Kelly took over a program at LSU that was below 500 in 2021 and won 10 games in the SE West title. Okay, why why do these are why are these coaches able to do it? Why? I mean they they come in and they're no nonsense dudes. They figure it out. They they have a a plan. They have a strategy and it works. I don't, I don't know we're not in those rooms to know what it is, but that makes, something clicks there for that, them. That that makes them what they are. So and it's amazing. Brian Kelly wins. Cincinnati, Notre Dame, LSU. He wins. Lincoln Riley. Who, now we're in the top five. Who, by the way, I don't know if you saw this yesterday. Lincoln Riley has a new assistant on offense. It's Cliff Kingsbury. Oh, God. Cliff Kingsbury joining the staff at USC as of yet last night. Is he, is he going to work from Thailand? I don't know. There's a lot of jokes about Thailand for this for Cliff Kingsbury, but he's coming back to work for Lincoln Riley on that USC staff. As a what? I think he's quarterback's coach. Really? Yes. 
Ugh. as of last night, Cliff Kingsbury is coming back to USC to help as You're an offensive me. coach. You're kidding I'm me. I'm not kidding you. That's a pretty far fall from NFL head coach. Well, he's trying to pick himself back up here. Maybe he belongs in the college game more than NFL. Although he, well, didn't sure. do, he didn't do great at Texas Tech, though. He didn't really ex- excel at Texas Tech on his way to the NFL. Dang, He's very average there. So Lincoln Riley, number five. Number four, Dabo Swinney at Clemson. It's about right. Okay, right? well, I mean, there's some people are going to say, why is he four and not three? Because Jim Harbaugh is number three per this pro football focus list of best coaches. Now, now, now some people are going to dispute that. Uh, not me. I'm fine with uh, Michigan at, at number Harbaugh at three right now. I'm fine with that. <coughs> fine with that. How about Harbaugh? So, yeah, Swinney, four. Jim Harbaugh, three. Number two, Kirby Smart. And number one, Nick Saban. That's your top 25. Saban. Saban. This is, this is interesting what pro football focus writes. And I kind of think this about Jimbo. It goes in line with our conversation about Jimbo. Right now, you would say you take Kirby right now based on what he's done right, right now. Right now, sure. It's not about right now. It's not all about right now. Here's what Pro Football Focus says. While there's certainly a conversation brewing between Saban and the next coach on this list, Kirby Smart, the Alabama leader gets the nod for being the greatest college football coach of all time. Can't can't fight that. Jimbo's not anywhere in, nowhere near that. He's got I one know, title. but they're basing it largely on Saban's past, which if you look at Jimbo's past compared to Chris Kleiman, I mean, what are we – what are we talking about? Well, then Gene Chizik should be in that conversation, too. Where's he at now? No, no, no. He, he shouldn't be in that conversation. A do I, do, do you go? want me to do this? Do you what? want me to look at Chizik's record compared to Jimbo's? Do you really want me to do this? Do you want me to go there? No, I don't. But yeah, I'm, you don't. I'm just saying that Jimbo Fisher's lost his fastball, as you would say sometimes. He's lost a little on his fastball. Fat, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that fastball is getting hit right now. Yeah, he's lost a little It's not moving. Steam. It's, yeah. it's slower, yeah. and it's getting... Hit for home runs. Yeah, he's testy right. right now too. I've watched a lot of his press conferences down there this spring. He's testy right now. So he's not. He's not in good humor at all. Well, he, they went five and seven last year. Pressure's on. He's not in good humor. So some coaches that are not on the list that you might think that, you know, could be in contention. There's no. If you think about the Big Ten, there's a lot of good coaches in, our, in this conference. There is no, no Kirk Ferentz. Ferentz not in the top mm. twenty-five. Ferentz. Let's think about this for a second. Ferentz not in the top twenty-five. That's probably Norvell a is. Yeah, I I think you got to put Kirk in there. I'm sorry, consistency. Yo, you like you said Norvell. This he had one on good now. year. Now hold on, you're starting to do that again. Kirk Ferentz has been pretty consistent. No, Ferentz has been pretty consistent there. Okay, pretty consistent. Yeah, I was playing for a Big Ten title game two years ago. They got blasted by Michigan, forty to three, but they were playing in the title game I mean, two one, years ago. One way to settle it in your mind is play the who-are-you-taking game. Are you taking Norvell or Ference? Depends on where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What, am I in the Big Ten? Or if, I'm I'm the... Take, if I'm in the Big Ten, I'm surely I'm taking Ference. Yeah, Norvell was a receiver's coach. That's what he was. Yeah, I'm not taking Norvell. If I'm in the ACC? Yeah, are you taking Clawson or Ference? Where at? ACC. Clawson. Mm, I don't know. But it's a conversation, and they're both – Clawson's 22nd in these rankings. Who else in the Big Ten didn't make it that shouldn't you met? Brett Bielema didn't make the list. Oh. P.J. Fleck whoa, didn't make whoa, the list. Whoa, 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 How is Bielema not on here? Brett Bielema turned around. Illinois was right there to potentially win the division. 
in a second season after being mired in, in crap for years. Who Brett Bielema should be in the top 25. Who are you taking, Jonathan Smith or Bielema? Not well, Smith even had close. A, Smith had a good year. Not even close. I'm taking Bielema. If I'm in the Big Ten, I'm taking Bielema. If I'm in a different conference, I'm not so sure. Bielema didn't, didn't exactly excel in the SEC no, in didn't. Arkansas. No, he didn't. He's a Big Ten coach. If we're talking Big Ten, I'm taking Bielema. If it's other conferences, I'll consider Smith in that conversation. Okay. So, uh, no P.J. Fleck in Minnesota. Hmm. Pretty consistent here recently. Hmm. Hmm. That's that's kind of the ones you, you kind of say, hmm, those ones aren't on there. Yeah. Rule gets some respect here. I like it. I do like it. It, it, it I mean, let's see what, now, now here's the thing, though. And I'm not, I know what I've been saying. Look at these guys, look at these guys high on the list, what they did. They went in and whipped it around quick. Look what Kim Mulkey did at Baylor. They were nine and thirteen two years LSU. ago. LSU, excuse me, LSU, excuse me. Yes, look what Mulkey did. Look what Mulkey did. But Mulkey's that coach like Patino, right? If you dropped Mulkey at mm, pick a team, Kansas State. We'll pick your favorite school, Kansas State. What would Mulkey do at Kansas State? They'd win. be in the top they'd ten be, quickly. They'd, they'd win. Yeah. Some of these Bob coaches. Bob Huggins wanted Kansas State. Yeah. Remember that? These coaches have the it factor. They don't make excuses. Is go in and do it, and that's that's the separator. Now, now people are going to listen to me and think, okay, see, this is what listen to simply setting up rule here. No, I'm not. I'm not necessarily doing that, but I believe rule can get it done quick. I do. I mean, I. He doesn't strike me as an excuse maker. He doesn't strike me as someone who's in his head. You know, that. That he's gonna to listen to the fans and all, all, all the the psychological mumbo jumbo that you hear in this market. He strikes me as a guy who's just gotta come in and do it. All right. And and that's what look at what these guys did. Look at all these guys we went through. The, Heupel just went in and did it. Right. Mm-hmm. Who else? Look at the list. Just look Kalen, at the, Kalen DeBoer. Kalen DeBoer just Kalen go, De- went in and Brian Brian Kelly. They were four and eight. At Washington. Yep. Brian Kelly, LSU was a losing program. One year, boom, 10 wins. Why Sonny, is it? Sonny Dykes. Stay out of your head. Yeah, Sonny, Sonny Dykes. Dykes. Stay out of your head. Why, why do you talk yourself into this? Lance Leipel. Oh, we can't do it. Lance Leipel. No, we can't do it. Yeah, no, you can do it. There's a lot of examples of you can do it. Stay out of your head. I mean, that's. Stay out of your head. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the mission here. Stay out of your head, coaches. You can it. You don't need a seven-year runway, as Kent Lincoln says on the text sign. We thought you did. Well, you we, don't. You don't need a seven-year runway. Into that, we though, bought didn't into we? crap, didn't we? <laughs> we? Bought into crap. More next on early break from the ticket. <laughs>